Y'all can't hear me. No. no. Which is why I've been here talking about y'all. No. no we hear you. <laughs> I just been sitting here going. <laughs> We've literally been saying your name for like the past minute. He wouldn't let it be so. Because I know Corey was talking cash money shit too. You know I was, but anchor be anchor. Yeah. But yeah, we chilling. We back. We in this thing, man. You know how we do. Yeah. Gang, gang. Oh, okay. So we're not gonna <laughs> do the introduction. We just gonna let it. Oh, we gonna let it rock. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Let's let it rock. Yeah, because this is one of those fucking days. Yeah. Can't get shit right. All right, all right. So I know uh, Tri Black has been on um, hiatus for the last couple of weeks. Okay, so like for a month. Um, that's our bad. Uh, this is episode 10. We were trying to get something uh, in special online for y'all, but see the way life be happening, we just couldn't pull it together. There was just a lot going on. Um, so with that being said, welcome to fucking episode 10. We are not in the same room like we plan to be, but nigga, we here? Shit. That's all that matters. Yeah, we here. Uh, so we got a couple of things to cover for y'all today. Uh, we'll promise that we will not go on another hiatus unless um, I was getting ready to lie. So let me stop. Um, but we here. Eleven and twelve gonna be popping like motherfucker. Uh, we're gonna do some different shit. Um, Got a couple of new segments we're going to include here. Kind of spice things up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, today, we're introducing to y'all a little segment we like to call Unpopular Opinion. We're going to get to that in a second because we got one to talk about. We got like two. And, you know, we're going to talk a little shit about uh, one of our listeners because they gave us their unpopular opinion and we're all appalled. Everyone should be appalled. Everyone. Every single last one. Everyone. Everybody. And offended too, and just disrespectful. Right. Yeah, because that shit was disrespectful as fuck, and I don't appreciate it. I don't at all. I don't like it at all. So we're gonna talk about that. Um, we're also gonna discuss um, the Hornets. Um, y'all are gonna hear me cuss a little bit more when we when we get when we get there. I got one word. Um, fuck. That's that's, that's it. Um, <laughs> favorite. Uh, and make your hat to Rex. Nigga, uh, Chris Brown. Uh, we're going to talk about Little Mermaid in a little second. You got to talk about that. Uh, what else are you talking about, y'all? Uh, oh, Dreamers. Oh, yeah, Dreamers and NBA Free Agency. Yeah. Let's, let's, you know what? Speaking of Dreamers, let's go ahead and get into it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Greenville dropped the project collaboration junk called Revenge of the Dreamers. Three, was it two or three? Three. three. Yeah, yeah. Um, I personally have not listened to it. Sage had a nice opinion about it, and based off his opinion, I was scared I was going to be disappointed, so I haven't listened to it. Corey, on the other hand, his opinion differs, and he listened to it. Corey, go ahead and give us your little review. I know you got one. I loved it. Um, It was a bar fest. Like, it was full of bars. If you go into it thinking that this is going to be a cold project, do not listen to it because it's not a cold yeah. project. This is a Dreamville project featuring various artists of various genres, various everything. It is yeah. amazing. Um, even if you looked at the documentary, I will say that much because they have a documentary on there. Yeah, I watched it. You get a essence of everything that they did. Um, just being locked into a studio of 
huge studio. It was about four or five different studios um, for 10 days and just making music. It was phenomenal. Um, if you ask me, the documentary, they only gave us like 30 minutes. But the album was great. It was a bar fest. Beats were, I would say, maybe about an eight. But the bars were like a 20. That's very prestigious. Yeah, no, it was like literally that crazy. And Jid shined on it. Like this was, if no one yeah. knows who Jid is, is one of J. Cole's new artists that just signed to Dreamville. Like last year, this was his coming out party. Like, he shined throughout every song that he was on. Like, and it was ridiculous. Hmm. Okay. Jordan, yeah. did you listen to it yet? Yeah, let's do it. I listened to it. Um, I really liked it. It was... I was, I guess, I didn't expect the Cole project. I think I was just expecting more Cole stuff, more Cole verses. So I was just kind of surprised by that. Um, I wasn't that familiar with all his Dreamville artists. So it was, it was kind of a new experience for me. So um, that was, I'm still kind of figuring out everybody's kind of cadence and voice and kind of, you know, figuring out who's who. Um, whoever had the last verse on uh, Going Bad, that's not Going Bad, Down Bad. That uh, was, that was the chick. I think that was um, Drezzy. Drezzy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drezzy, yeah. She was dope. Um, there's somebody else, I can't remember, which there's a, the, the last verse on, um, I think maybe, I want to say like the last verse on either Under the Sun or uh, Costa Rica. Um, you, if if it was Under the Sun, I think that was the baby. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like his, I like all his shit too. Yeah, I like him too. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. So I, I liked it a lot as a project overall. Um, it wasn't my favorite label compilation album personally. So like for me, like I'll take Cruel Summer over over this one. Um. But I think Dreamville, that's a super talented roster. I didn't realize how talented everybody was on there. So, like, that's something I'm looking forward to, each age, everybody's individual projects and kind of seeing what they do on their own, you know, their own full format or, you know, platform. Uh, I think Ari Lennox shined, shined a lot, too, on this. Too. She, she did. More of her vocal range. She did. I didn't know she, she could do as much as she could do. She did. She shined. Definitely shined on that. Yeah, so I, I like I like her a lot. She gives me kind of like um like India Ari Erica Badu. Yep, a lot. that's her. Yeah, um, I love Ari. Me too. Yeah, I love her a lot. Um, I like I like the project a lot. It was good. It was really good for what it was. Also, I mean, it was made in ten days, so I wouldn't if I had known I wouldn't have gone in with maybe such high expectations. Maybe that's what it was. Um, yeah, the documentary definitely helped kind of me have a better appreciation for the the cohesion of the project. Yeah, because, like, you really have to think about it. It was over 100 people in this one studio. Right. Creating this album. <laughs> yeah. And and even the artists didn't know who was going to be on what song because verses were getting cut, and everybody was just writing to whatever they wanted to write to. So there's just a lot going on. Exactly. So for it to come out sounding like how it did, I appreciated it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Well, maybe I maybe I need to um take a note while I'm working. Um, I don't know. I like Dreamville artists. Y'all know I'm a huge J Cole fan. Yeah. I just I didn't know what to expect, so I was just kind of like, ah, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what the niggas got to say before I hop on it or whatever. Yeah, it takes. It takes some time to kind of get through the flow to me of the whole project because there's a couple that, that I probably wouldn't have put on there personally. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, it just it's just finding the the groove of what part of the album you want to listen to and the mood to when to listen to it, and, yes. then, and then you're kind of good. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, any other new music drop? Recently, uh, Jaden Smith dropped. Oh, I haven't listened to his yet. Dang, I've been meaning to. I've I've heard. Yeah, it's it's kind of a long album, so uh, I'm only a few songs in, but I really really like it. And he does that thing on the album where he what he did on his first one, where he picks the color and does a, a song for the letter of the color. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So it was like blue. It was B L U E. Each song was a letter. Yeah. He did that on this song, and it's and it's like super amazing. I think he's like ridiculously talented and brilliant. So oh, I, yeah. love, I love all his stuff. I mean, look at his family. Look at what he's right, like. True. Right. Exactly. That's what yeah, happens so when parents allow you to be yourself. For real. Exactly. Absolutely. That's what happens when your parents just kind of support you. Yeah. <laughs> Grow as a person and guide you, but don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't. They didn't mold their kids. They just kind of let them. Yeah. Take, take their own shape. Yeah, yeah. So I got to, I got to catch his shit. Um, I typically like Jordan's shit. Um, not Jordan, Jaden. Jesus, <laughs> just talking about Michael Jordan, y'all. So we gonna get there soon. So, um, <laughs> rest your mind. Rest your mind. <laughs> I got fuck. That's all I got. Um, yeah, no, I love Jaden's shit. He's a very talented kid. Um, so I can't wait to take a listen to that. Um, yep. <laughs> Igor was dope. We didn't get a chance to kind of dig. Oh yeah, the oh, I did find it. I did finish Igor. That was good. Igor. Yeah, that was a all great album. Tyler, the fucking creator. That's all I got. Fucking creator, man. And fucking um, what he taught? He taught um, DJ Khaled's. DJ Khaled. Yeah, I was so sad to see how uh, DJ Khaled went out like that, bro. Yeah, he went out so sad because he really, he really made himself look like a complete fraud. Because you do, you Mister Positive. Like that, to be honest, he really, that's what I'm saying. Because he was always Mister Positivity and shining light and being happy. And then second, you don't get first place, then you mad and shit, and you and you want to be salty. All right, what do you call it? A um a random album or some shit like that? Like, and then he was like, he was like, what is this mysterious shit? <laughs> yeah, what is this shit? And it's a bomb ass fucking album. Igor definitely. Exactly. Uh, my favorite cut on Igor. Will have to be earthquake. Yes, yes, that is my fucking shit. You hear me? That is my shit. The whole album it slaps, but earthquake. That's my shit though. Like, yeah, he went in on earthquake. It's just different. But um, Igor, for those who haven't listened to it, um, it is, in my opinion, a bit of a. Breakup to makeup album, like it doesn't appear that way just off first glance. But when you start listening to it, it's definitely about relationship and just trying to get back in where you fit in or whatever the case may be. So it's definitely about um, Father of Assad wasn't bad, however, there weren't enough highs for it to me. Yeah, summer album, there was not enough bangers, it didn't have a theme. I'll put it like that. There was no theme to the album. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? It was like a bunch of singles thrown on an album, and it was like, here. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was, it was, like, like, it was, it was like, really like, like a right mixtape. It was like one of those old mixtapes back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was no there was no rhyme or reason. There was no real flow to it, in my opinion. Um, the only standout single I can think of, 
again, this is just my opinion, is higher. And that's yeah. it. No, nah, I, I love Weather the Storm. That shit goes hard as fuck. What song is that? Weather the Storm. Oh, yeah. No, nah, I mean, it's straight. It's just, you know, I wasn't like, oh, man, that shit is dope. No, nah, that was just my opinion of the whole album. All right, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was like, there's like eight tracks you can completely skip, like, and never hear again and be fine with it. Yeah. It was one of those, <laughs> to be honest with you. Father of Assad was just one of those albums where I could hear once and I'd be okay if I never heard it again. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, really that's how it was. Because I haven't gave it another listen since my first play. <laughs> I haven't given it a full. Yeah, I haven't. I've have not given it a full listen since I first finished it. Yeah, I mean, I've listened to higher multiple times, but other than that, it's like I haven't sat down and like actually played the entire back for um front to back. Well, there's that shit. Yeah, that's just that's just how I feel about it. Like you know, I'm just right. I wasn't impressed. It was alright. So we, we are we we ready to talk about Christopher? Maurice Brown yet? Yeah. Are we talking about his music or the, the black girl thing? No, we won't we, we, we talk about this album, but we can get to okay. that too. Okay. I mean, we can, I mean, shit, we can talk about Chris. This is so, we might as well go ahead and enter into our segment called Unpopular Opinion. Uh, yeah, because there's no one more unpopular than Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> or polarizing, I should say. Yeah. Because, all right, so. You want to brief us there, uh, Corey? I'll let you handle that one. I was ready to talk about the album. <laughs> oh, I'll, th- I'll take it then. So there's a line on the album where he says, I like the black bitches with the nice hair. So people were thinking, people were arguing, like, was he saying nice hair, just well-kept, like, you know, presentable? Or was he saying good hair, meaning... Do does she look or could she pass for mixed or exotic or whatever? So that's kind of what the the topic or conversation was around it. And he came out and said first he was just like you know he's pretty lighthearted as a person generally. So he was like y'all tripping. And then he said girls girls ain't trying to date the niggas with the fucked up teeth. Which based on his comment that comment would makes me think he's saying just nice hair not good hair. So it depends on how you feel like taking it. But I think he just meant are you looking presentable? And again, and that's subjective. You know what I mean? Right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Corey. No, I was just like, exactly. That's all I was saying. Yeah, so I mean, I feel like I feel like we're in a day and age where I had to take a sip on that one. Um, Everybody's looking for something to be mad at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't say anything without people looking for the negative connotation of what you said. Right. You know what I mean? It's just this world. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like the nowadays, it's like the disclaimer error. You have to put a disclaimer before and after you say anything just so people don't take offense to it. Which is nuts because it ain't never used to be like that. Like, it was a free for all. Not, not so much as a free for all, but like. Everybody wasn't so sensitive or wasn't looking for something to be offensive. Um, I really don't think that he was trying to be offensive or that he meant anything by it other than what he said. And how you took that is how you took that. But again, that's subjective. Just like the, the, the line, black bitches with the nice hair, is subjective because 
nice hair could be could mean anything. I don't think he yeah. meant good hair because I feel like if he meant good hair, he's the type of nigga that would have said good hair. Right. Yeah. We gotta keep him on that. This is a nigga who don't. All right. That nigga says what he means and means what he says. He don't really do a lot of backpedaling. So if he meant good hair, I feel like he probably would have said good hair. You're right. That's true. That's fine. He would have said straight, yeah, straight hair. He would have said something. Nice hair can mean anything. He would have said the shit that Snoop said. What did he say? I like the uh, and I'm beautiful. We said dark and early, like yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it would have been very specific if he was intending to be very specific. Yeah, you don't ever have to guess what he's thinking. No, nah, not that nigga. Any nigga but that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, any nigga but that nigga. <laughs> But yeah, so no, I, yeah, I don't. I think people just took it out of context. Oh, yeah. agree. Yeah. I think people did take that out of context or created their own their own context. And and it was, he's the perfect person to do it with because of his past. Right. Yep. You took the words right out of my mouth. I was just getting ready to say that. And yeah, speaking of segue into it. Yeah. Speaking of his past, um, I think that people allow certain circumstances to color his character. Like, yeah, for sure. I will say this. Um, these same people who judge him so much on his past are the same people who try to escape their past for whatever it may be. Everyone doesn't have a perfect little past or a perfect little life where they haven't done anything wrong that they want to either A, forget, or B, grow from. Um, we have to think about it. When his past initially happened, he was, what, 19, 20 years old? Wasn't even 21? Yeah, he, he wasn't even 18. I think he was, like, 17. No, nah, let's see. Um, but yeah, at least 18. He was, maybe like 18. Yeah. 18 or 19. He was, like, yeah. he was like, dumb young. Yeah. So we can't just go and bash him for the for things that he done and how things transpired and played out if he attempted to grow from it. But he's never had the opportunity to grow from it because we have a, a country and culture who consistently bashes him for that one thing. And we're not going to speak about what happened because everybody knows what happened. And the crazy part about it is, and I'm continuing, I'm going to end after this, the person who he done what he done to has forgiven him for that. I mean, if we want to go deeper into it and we want to be real about it, y'all remember that um, documentary that was on Welcome to My Life? Yeah. yeah. That Chris Brown did? Yeah, I watched and it. I actually just watched it. What happened? Yeah. yeah and so the first time he's ever said anything about it. Right. Yeah. Come to find out. And a lot of other people low-key co-sign this shit. Chris Brown wasn't the aggressor of 95% of those incidents. So what does that mean? A lot of the time. Yeah. A lot of the time, I'm playing defense. And I'm not excusing his behavior by any means. But at the same time, look at the entire picture. You know what I mean? Like that man said, according to him, and I've heard similar reports of things going down this way. They were in the vehicle. They got into an argument. She tried to fight a nigga while he was driving. He hit her back. 
and things just kind of escalated from there. You know, he stopped the car, he got out, he said he's not going to deal with this shit. And, you know, shit escalated. But yeah. being the man and her being everyone's sweetheart, when it, come, when it came down to it, he decided to take that L out of his love and respect for her. And she said something along those those lines as well. You know what I'm saying? I'm not putting yeah. words in anybody's mouth. She has low-key said on various occasions that, you know, not everybody was cleaning that. Well, that's news to me because I had never heard her say that, to be honest with you. What? That's news to me because I'd never heard her say that. I'd always seen it more so like he turned into a monster, someone that I had not recognized before. And then that was in the beginning. But then later yeah, on, that, 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 was her, her, I think her, that was her like that was her interview with like Barbara Walters or someone. That was like right after the incident happened when it was like real, real fresh and new when she said that. Yeah. And that was an image thing. And then also just on the Christmas, because like obviously there's no, like, duh, you don't put your hands on women. Like, I feel it's like it's stupid that I didn't have to say that because people are so, don't get nuance or subtlety nowadays. But it's like, we can go down the line and talk about there's how many celebrities have been accused or have done or said you know, abusive things or foul shit and, and they're still working and, and it's fine for them. So let me, let's just go down the line. So Johnny Depp, Emma Roberts, Sean Penn, Charlie Sheen, Mel hey, Gibson, we gotta go back to, Cage. To, to Johnny Depp because it turns out that his wife was beating his ass. Yeah. The right, yo, she was, yeah. She was she getting his ass on the Yeah. It, she made it look like he was the aggressor, but then it turned out after they went to court and shit, and then shit came out in the wash, she was the aggressor the entire time, and anything that he did was in defense of himself, which she rarely yeah. did. She was fucking him up. Yeah. She was yeah, see, fucking that him up. Yeah, and I didn't even know that, but that's the thing. It's like, you, you certain people get accused, and it's over, you know? Not that Chris Brown is over, you know, because he's just too talented to ever really, I don't think, I mean, granted, he'll never be as popular as he once was, like, I don't think he'll ever get that back. Yeah, he's so never going to get, like, the double mint commercial ever again. Right, so he'll never he'll never get be able to, like, socially, he'll never get that Michael Jackson status or whatever. Yeah. But talent-wise, he's up there with anybody. But I'm mean, yeah. just saying going online, that's Gary a, that's Oldman, a great Alabama, there's play. so many people, celebrities that were accused of sh- doing shit or that did shit and got away with it or, or, you know, had prosperous careers. But for him, with him, Everybody has to remind him every five seconds. That's a great way to put it, too. He'll never be a Michael Jackson, but he's trending to be more of a, a Bobby Brown. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Because, again, the- Bobby caught a lot of flag for shit that he wasn't even the one that initiated or the aggressor of. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Right. He just went with the image because that's, that was the image given to him. And I think that's the same for Chris. I don't I, – I, it sucks, but the reality is, is that – People are going to hold them to that image, and they're not going to allow any type of redemption. And a lot of it he does to himself because he continues to put himself around people who don't exactly keep in mind that he has an image he needs to clean up. Um, but despite, regardless of how much he tries to stay out of the way, he's not always around people who keep him out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely needs better people around him. And also, he, he is, there's some time for he had, he had done crazy stuff. Like, you know, he, like, if you watch the documentary, he mentioned, like, yeah, I spazzed out in, in the, uh, 
in the interview room for, for the Good Morning America. But the, the crazy thing is, he was like, everybody just said I threw a chair out the window. Or when he broke the glass, he was like, no, I punched that glass. I, I was that mad. I just punched the glass. I didn't throw anything. I just punched the glass myself. Um, so, and then, you know, got in a couple fights and all that, whatever. But, yeah, so, like, I, I mean, obviously, he has some issues he needs to work through and, you know, therapy and all that stuff. But also toxic relationships and, and toxic people and that black men aren't allowed to do young nigga shit in the public eye. Facts. Yeah. That's very true. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. He did some young nigga shit and not been able to, to, to live it down because he did all that young nigga shit in his early mid twenties. I mean, he's 30 now. He's in his thirties. Like what he's like, what he's uh maybe a year or two older than me. So that would yeah, put yeah, like, I think he's 30. Yeah, he literally just turned 30 this year. Yeah. So it's like, think about it. it's, it's, and think he, about that, how crazy that is. Like, he's, whatever you want to say, whatever, he's a legend, period. He's a legend. But because he's 30 years old and his reputation and legacy is already set as far as him being, like, a bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. It's wild that he's never going to, I don't think there'll ever become a time where he'll be able to kind of just live that down in a sense. Yeah, I don't think so either, honestly. Yeah, he'll never be able to, and that's the sad part about it because we as a culture, once again, we as a country, we won't allow this man to grow. And that's supposed to be the whole point of this culture and of this country is to see growth. Um, Like, everybody knows I'm, like, the biggest Jay-Z fan in the world, but if we were to judge Chris Brown with the same level that we judge Jay-Z, like, we wouldn't even be having this conversation right now. Well, you got to keep in mind that there's a time difference. Yep. Point. When Jay-Z was doing young nigga shit, there was no internet. There was no internet. There was no social media. There was no social media. There was no, no, there wasn't someone watching all of the time the same way in which people are always watching. And also with Jay-Z, when he was doing his dumb shit, that was pretty much all before he made it. Yeah. That's before he became a household name. Right, and before, nah, he was a, he was a household name when he stabbed um when he stabbed that was the only thing he, yeah what's the name yeah because this that was like ninety eight ninety nine yeah that wasn't yeah. even like time difference nobody yeah. was on the internet in ninety eight and ninety nine true yeah so you had to learn about that probably in the newspaper like two months later you know what I'm saying somebody wasn't always fucking recording right. It wasn't easy to get people hemmed up the way that it is now. You know, and also again, the difference between the difference is Jay Z had the luxury of his first album came out when he was twenty six, so he was relatively speaking a fully formed adult and human being when he was when he got that fame. Chris Brown yeah. been famous since he was fifteen years old. He was a child star. How many child stars really grow up mentally healthy and emotionally stable? How many child stars get the luxury of doing young nigga shit without it coming back to haunt them and in the same capacity as Chris Brown? Not a, exactly. Mind, there's not a lot of of child stars of color who are still doing their thing. You know what I mean? Exactly. I gotta, yeah, there's like honestly, there's like two, I think. Three. I'd I'd say LeBron, Kobe, and Beyonce. That's pretty much it. And again, they weren't child stars in an era where everything you're doing is put under a microscope as big as as it is today. You know what I mean? 
Um, yeah, it's just it's just it's just not the same game, and it's unfair because that doesn't leave much room for redemption. I feel like we talked about this in the past: um, redemption and whether or not it's possible, and if people allow room for growth and redemption. I think it's unfair the broad brush in which we paint Chris Brown with because we don't give him room for redemption and we don't give him room for error or for growth. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, a lot of these situations he put himself in. But we forget that he's a fucking human. Yeah. You know right. I mean? And everybody was like, well, he dis- he displayed some toxic behavior when he was with Karuchi. Karuchi was like his first serious relationship after Rihanna. We're talking about somebody who just came out of an abusive situation. Because we got to call a thing a thing. That was an abusive and toxic situation. Yep. And he didn't come out of that clean. Mm-hmm. Nobody's still talking to talking about the things that he put up with when with Rihanna. But we continue to discuss the things she put up with him. Right. Because we don't know what he took what he took out of that and what he took into the relationship that he had with Karuchi. Exactly. But we do know for a fact that he took some shit with him into that relationship. And it only personified after the breakup. And again, because everybody's we're in a day and age where everybody's watching, we all watched it play out. And because at the same time, too, who who are we to even know what type of person that he is? For all that we know, he could be the type of person that at first he was a great person, like all to, all around great person. He probably just really wanted everybody to like him. But coming out of that entire situation where he is painted to be the aggressor and he's painted to be the evil one, it just probably something triggered in him. You know what? Forget y'all. I'm going to give y'all what y'all want. Y'all want me to be the bad guy? I'm going to be the bad guy. Yeah. And also, people don't know is he grew up in an abusive situation. So yeah, that I'd imagine that was just unlocked some shit that he probably didn't realize was there. Yeah, because again, we as black people neglect therapy all the fucking time. Yep. You know what I mean? Because yeah, his mom talked about. It. She said that when he was a kid, they would try and get him to go. They try to take him to therapy. He just he wouldn't go. Because who really wants to talk about their trauma like that? Right. Exactly. Who's ready to talk about their trauma like that? Right. Yeah, I'm still postponing going to therapy. So. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, so my unpopular opinion about Chris Brown is that we don't cut him enough fucking slack. And I think it's unfair that we continue to label him as a woman leader. And this was 10 years ago. I know a lot of people who still, whenever you mention his name, associate him with being a woman leader, a narcissist, and a womanizer. But we're going off of like fucking social media stories. Right. factual and actual evidence outside of his relationship with Karuchi, which we all knew was toxic from jump. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, and Rihanna. So you got to keep in mind that nobody who walks out of such a toxic situation and relationship into a new one that doesn't bring baggage with them. There was baggage he brought with him into that relationship and I'm sure that it unpacked and played out in various forms and unfortunately we bear witness to some of those things, and he'll yep. never be able to and escape from it. How, how do we know that Karuchi never antagonized him? Oh, I'm pretty sure he pressed the fuck out of some buttons. Women do that. I'm gonna call it a thing. When I know a lot of women who intentionally press buttons to get a reaction, and, 
And again, when we're talking about like the abuse and all that, is women have the luxury of being able to do that because men, most decent men are not going to, they can't retaliate. There's only but so much a man can do to a woman without crossing a certain line. So yeah. what, what, are you, like, what are you supposed to do as a man? You know what I mean? Exactly. So they can say whatever they want and they know it's really bullying in a way because they know there's certain things you can't say back or because just like, like I remember we talked about before, like men in relationships, we, we we're conditioned or want to, generally speaking, preserve peace like we just want to have peace bro like i don't don't like we don't want to fight with y'all like i don't exactly. I get that sometimes like some women don't get that but, like so when men like capitulate and shit it's just like damn bro like i just want to be good with you. i just want to be happy with you like mom's want to be happy with me shit you know so no that's definitely true so they they put up with, we put up with a lot of shit that if we were to do or say certain things to women shit would have been over or shit would have went left no i 100 agree with that um that's the reason why I, and i agree with nick when it comes to that like we have to we, we got to cut him a little bit more slack when it comes to his past. Um, like I said, it, that's been over 10 years. The man has to grow from it, especially after having his daughter. He's tried as much as he could to stay out of the public eye and try to, try to clean up his image, but it's just the people who he keeps around him. Um, like yeah. the situation where the girl the girl claimed to have gotten raped and tried to throw his name in it and come to find out he wasn't even in the room with her. And then there was a thing where, remember that girl said that she, she was like trying to steal some jewelry or had fake jewelry, so he knew she was like on a come up. So he tried to like he asked her to leave, and she was like called the police and was like, "Chris Brown has kidnapped me. He has me tied up or whatever." Remember that? Yeah, they exactly. Had, they had the, the um, helicopters all over his house and all that. Had the exactly. team come over there. Like the, the man just finds so much, like it's so much bad stuff that finds him. Um, like obviously to the the deranged fan that broke into his house and was cooped up in the corner. Like, oh yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. But it, that, yeah, it just goes. It's the picture that we consistently allow to be painted of him. That's the reason why he hasn't been able to grow. That's the reason why he's gonna have the mental issues that he's gonna have, and we're gonna find that out probably after the fact of. I hate to say it, when he passes away, it's going to turn right. that. I'm sure. And then also, like, you, you can just look at him physically and see, like, he's clearly has, I'd imagine, is struggling with some form of substance abuse. Yeah. Like, we, no. all know what, we all know what he's talking about. We all can look at his face and see what his face looks like now to versus four years ago and see, you know, a healthy person's face don't look like that. You know what I mean? So Exactly. Clearly, clearly he's still trying to cope the best way he knows how. Yeah, because I mean, it's sad because you have to think about it. He's right now, he's doing his dream. His dream is making music, and everybody knows he always wanted to be like Michael Jackson. And I don't care what no one says, he is still hurt that he never got a chance to be at any kind of um, memorial service for Michael Jackson. He never got a chance to perform Man in the Mirror, Mirror at any one of his memorial services. He got to do it at the BET Awards a whole year later, but yeah. that's that's not the same. And he was still just yeah. ridiculed, ridiculed for doing it then. Yeah, that's true. And he actually, he was actually supposed to see Michael Jackson the day he died. They yeah. were him and Jamie Foxx were going to go hang out with him and see see the show that this is it for this hit tour. And they were like, no, he he's coming in late. He's pushed back, and then they were like, oh, he's sick, he can't come. And then a few hours later, they saw the news that he had died. So yeah, yeah. So different things like that, you got to think it incorporates and it actually it messes with people's mind. Like until someone gets on a whole mental level, you're not going to be able to understand everything that this man is going through.
So, I mean, like, we just got to let it go. I think he needs a new team around him. Um, I don't know how much personnel changes have been made, but I think that he just needs different people in his corner who kind of like – he need handlers in a sense. Yeah, he really does. He really, really does. Because as much as you want to keep your day ones around you and shit, they're not as invested in your growth as they should be sometimes because their motives could be arterial. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like he just needs people around him who are interested in seeing him clean up his image, so to speak, and keep him out of trouble. I mean, granted, he's a grown man. He should keep himself out of trouble. But we also know that trouble finds people with money. Yeah. People who already have issues surrounding, you know, needing certain things or going through certain things. So I just think it's imperative that he has some people in his corner who, you know, Block the haters, block the hoes, help him keep his nose clean, physically, metaphorically, you know what I'm saying? Literally. And just you know, just do better because I, I he has so much potential. And it honestly hurts to see that circumstances may prevent him from reaching his being what he should be. Yeah. yeah. His full potential. Yeah, and even like it's crazy because like, you know, that like you know, him and Britt Drake are cool now or whatever. And, you know, like, there's videos of him, I guess, like, working, do, doing, I think, on doing a video shoot and stuff. And it's, like, seeing him and seeing Drake together is just, like, because he could have been, he should have been Drake. You know what I mean? Yeah, Bigger than Drake. He should have been bigger yes. than Drake, honestly. And, he should be one of the biggest pop stars in the world. Like, we right. should, no, no cap, no line, no nothing. We should be mentioning his name up there with Rihanna and Beyonce. No, we should be mentioning his name with Beyonce, him and Beyonce alone, like, period. Like, I, you know what I mean? To me, at least. Because um, he, he's everybody's talented. As Actually, honestly, you know what? I'm probably opinion, he's more talented than her. Because to me, he's, he's a better dancer. He, he's a better singer. She's a better singer. She's a better singer, but he can rap. He can paint. He can, he can you know, do the graffiti shit. Yeah. Um, he's a decent actor. He's a pretty good actor. Um, just all around. Yeah, just all around. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. He got to help himself in the midst too. He definitely does, absolutely, for sure. And it's just, it's just a shame because also, like, I mean, I, y'all y'all ready to get into his album or or y'all want to keep talking yeah. about just his life? Or... Oh, we can just keep going. Like, we we yeah. get there. Yeah, yeah. So, like, even like his album, this album is like re- like an adult, like mature album. Like, it felt like his first like adult project in a way. Like listening to it. Because it wasn't all like the club stuff that he usually does or whatever. I mean, he has like one or two bangers, but like it's really mostly just like straight, like real, like vulnerable, introspective R and B. You know what I mean? Whatever. And I, I like I really like the project. It's a really really good project. Yeah, and it was an amazing project too. But it's it's really really good. And just if if anybody like for listeners like y'all want to know like kind of what songs to really like listen to, to really like get a a full understanding of his talent. Um, I'd say Indigo, Back to Love, yes. Together, uh, Emerald slash Burgundy, Red. Yes. That song is amazing. Um, I, I, I love No Guys. I, I can listen to that song for like three hours straight and not get tired of it. Um, Don't Check On Me, that song with him and Justin Bieber is insane. It's so good. Um, but yeah, so like he, he really... I feel like he's really starting to get back to what he should be doing. I feel like he's gotten himself together as best he can. Obviously, he has ways to go, I think. But 
overall, I think he, I think he's, he's back. And if if anybody doubts that, watch that music video for Back to Love, where he's just doing like that old classic Chris Brown, just singing, dancing, happiness, you know, whatever, no, no bullshit, no, no trap shit, whatever, you know, just like it's because no one had, no one hasn't condemned him in a while, right? Yeah, for sure. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, if he can manage to stay the fuck out the way. He can he can get there because he makes yeah. good music. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't disappoint yeah. musically. Honestly, yeah, I've, on point. Like I've literally never heard a Chris Brown song I didn't like, like ever. Yes, yeah. I even fuck with that long ass fucking album he put out a while back. Heartbreak on a few full moon, full moon. Yeah, I like that too. Fucking tracks. You know what I'm saying? No, only, I know, only, only he could do something like that. Right, right. And you know, you know. Um, I remember. Um, I think I was listening to Joe Bun podcast, and he was talking about um, how, in order to have a decent album, especially if you're going to do a long one, over half of it has to be easy listening. To, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I just to kind of sum up what he was saying, and I agree. Over, it gets tough to do that when you're introduced to so many tracks at one time, but. I'll be honest about the album. After a while, some of the tracks start to sound the same. But if I'm measuring it out of how many songs I can vibe with out of the 40, for half, about half. Yeah. Yeah, it's... You know what I'm saying? I listen yeah, yeah, to exactly. I listen and also, songs in one sitting. You know right, what I'm and saying? And also, there's a, there's a method behind the double album that he does. So it's basically a, a record slash streaming advantage by doing the double albums. Mm-hmm. Basically, you can flood the charts and flood the billboards, and it's easier to get platinum because you have so many records. So if you didn't fall in love with the first ten, the next ten, you know what I'm saying? Correct, exactly. And then, and then, go ahead. I'm saying like you know, so, so like you got, you got multiple chances to fall in love with the album. Exactly. And then also just he's he's kind of like Lil Wayne of like singers where he just his catalog is ridiculous where he just is just has so much content out you know what I mean it's it's there's always something new to listen to or always something that you can listen to for a certain vibe or whatever. But like I was saying, it takes a certain level of talent to pull pull that off. Yeah, because this dude. Is in the studio nonstop. He's in the studio with everybody. He's not a. I like about what I like about him is he's not a snob. He's not all. I'm up here and you're down here. He worked with anybody. He he works like he's like starving every single day. And you yeah. have to respect and appreciate that. Exactly. Exactly. Because a lot of artists do not do that at all. I don't care who you you can name artists. A lot of them don't just hop in the studio with anyone. Yep. For sure. Agreed. And also he's like he literally. Can do a song with anybody in in, in, in any type of genre, or whatever, and it sounds good. He has he's, a, he's, a, he's a musical chameleon to me. Like he just can do anything. Yeah. Pretty much. Agreed. Agreed. Also, I think we really should get a Drake Chris Brown project together because they can both sing and they can both rap. They can both do. I, mean, I, I do. I want that. I want that. I don't know that. Yeah, I'm with because you on that one. I want that, and here's why. Because No Guidance was a chill track, and it slaps, and it's amazing. But I want, like, them to do some, like, lit shit. And I know both of them could do that together. Because they, even, like, Only was a dope-ass song. Obviously, they, they probably wanted to go together at the same time, because they were probably, I think they were still kind of beefing at that point. But even that was a dope-ass track. 
Speaking of beefs, this is veering off a little bit. I just want to say that I fucks with um, Meek Mill and Drake shit um, going bad. Oh, oh yeah, from the album? Yeah. I fucks with that. I fucks with that. And I like the fact that, you know, they reference the shit. You know what I'm saying? In the and video, all, yeah. Like, the whole vibe is authentic, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, that's how you bounce back from some from some dumb shit, shit that y'all shouldn't even, you know, yeah, been in. You know what I'm saying? So this shit, this shit is dope. But But, we gonna we gonna keep it 100. That's Drake's mo. He'll beef with a dude over a girl in a heartbeat. That's true. Drake is old simping ass nigga. That's neither here nor there. (laughs) (laughs) That's neither here nor there. That summer two pack though goes hard. That uh, the best in the world pack he made um, with money in the grave and Omerta. I love those songs. True. True. But my hope and prayer for Christopher Maurice Brown is that he stays the fuck out the way and do his thing, and that people allow room for growth and redemption and stop riding him so hard with everything that he says or doesn't say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Still on the topic of unpopular opinions, one of our listeners had the audacity, the disrespect, the unmitigated gall to say that her unpopular opinion is that mac and cheese is nasty. Come on, somebody. We got. I want to know who was making her noodles. Okay, so what was the issue? Was the noodles too soft? Were they too hard? Were they undercooked, overcooked? Like, <laughs> somebody used, like, fucking Velveeta cheese? Were they using crab cheese? Like, Did they use pepper jack? They take some sandwich cheese and lay it, lay it over the noodles, stuck it in the stove. Like, I need to understand who ruined mac and cheese for her. <laughs> like, who hurt you, sis? Who? Well, you the just the help and they just took the meat out? Like, what was it? Right, for somebody, for you to fix your mouth and your fingertips to say mac and cheese is nasty. I need some other things. The same same cheese, eggs, salt, pepper, and milk that God gave us to create this. Also, it makes me doubt her culinary abilities because salt, pepper, and hot sauce can fix pretty much anything. So, what were you doing? Like I said, it makes me doubt her culinary abilities. (laughs) (laughs) know what's on the menu for her on Sunday. Yeah, right. yeah. What do you what then? What's your go to side if it's not mac and cheese? Right. I got questions. I got questions and concerns. I need to know that. Do she eat greens? So what? I need to know that. Does she eat greens? <laughs> That's a good question. I should ask her real quick. Yeah, please. Stand by. Y'all keep going up and ask her. <laughs> That's just something I got to know because mac and cheese only really goes right up when you got green. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's not true. I disagree with that. Unpopular opinion. Mac and cheese can be a full meal if you eat enough. No, no. I agree with that. But if you don't have it as a side, it pairs best with the other two. That's true. That's fair. Like the also, yeah, like yeah, you right, you right, like the, the Hawaiian rolls, yeah, yeah. 
No, I'm talking about the soul rolls. You ain't never heard of soul rolls? Like egg rolls. Soul rolls? Let me tell you something. Never in my life have I ate something so fucking good. Speak on it. Some because you know I don't like the mixing of my foods. Right? I'm one of those. Do not mix I'm my like that too. Yeah, I don't like my food to touch. I don't like for them to mix. But them motherfucking soul. Yeah. Speak. I need Yo. some of them. <laughs> like the soul rolls really do. Like they hit. They hit on a whole different level. I remember when I first saw the idea. I said, oh, I'm going to make them. And we made them. <laughs> we made we them. Well Nick, yeah, I think we did. Shit. Nick. Damn. But, yeah. Um, soul rolls. That's where it's at. Well, you buy you buy you make them. Or you buy them in the store. No, you make you, them. you make them. Like you take um the egg roll um I guess the wrapper or whatever you call it. Um, you take that. You put some yams and you put some uh, mac and cheese in there, and and everything just like how you I know what that is. That does sound good. Mac and cheese and yams do mix well together. Like I'm not a food test person either, but like that shit it does. They do hit well together. Oh man, it's amazing. And I'm the type of person I have some um, greens on the side with that. Okay. Yeah, I gotta I gotta look into that. See my mom can make it. <laughs> gotta try that for Thanksgiving. Nigga, nigga, nigga. She just gave me a list of food she don't eat and I oh got God. questions. I wanna know what the fuck is she eating at Thanksgiving. She said no yams. What? What no stuffing? What? Actually, you know what? I don't really like stuffing, so I'm cool with that. I'm still stuck off the yams. Yeah, what's wrong with yams? How do you make yams poorly? No pasta like, salad, no potato salad. What? <laughs> Who is it? Is she human? The only thing I can agree with is potato salad. I don't like potato salad. I hate potato salad. I love salad. potato salad. I don't like oh, it. it Consistency is wild to me. But I'm <laughs> so she just doesn't eat anything. Is she vegan or something? Like what? I'm confused. She eats air. Yo, Corey, she be eating them wish sandwiches. Right. <laughs> Maybe Thanksgiving, she's sitting up at the table with a whole pan of um Hawaiian rolls. No, yeah, no, you know, she, you seen that movie Hook? Yes. She be eating them imaginary dinners like that. <laughs> <laughs> you <was> retarded. <laughs> I want to know. So what do you eat at Thanksgiving? Because all them foods you just ate, you just named, are signature Thanksgiving foods. For real. She's sitting up there with a plate of green beans and uh, uh, Hawaiian rolls at this point. It makes me fearful for her family. Like, what are, as a family, what are they eating? Right. If she doesn't like, eat I'm, this. I'm genuinely concerned for her health. I'm concerned for her health. Like... I think I'm gonna get some mac and cheese tonight just to eat it in her like in her name. You know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. That's I, I don't know. Does she, have, she, she must not have a big mama growing up. She must not have had a mother growing up. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, relax, 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 relax. I just want to know who ruined mac and cheese for her. I said, so what do you eat at Thanksgiving? She said ham. Greens, rice, 
cabbage, and desserts. She said Thanksgiving isn't a big deal to me because of the sis. Mm. Sis, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm at a loss right now. Thanksgiving is a <laughs> in my family, and I'm pretty sure in y'all's as well too. Yeah, for real. Like you got to know what the menu is in October. Yeah, yeah my mom's a, a, a super planner, so she like what do you like September? She's like asking us what we want. Like Halloween, she's asking, "Where's the Christmas list?" So yeah. <laughs> like, really, who ruined this for you? <laughs> she said, <laughs> I said, who ruined mac and cheese for you? She said, mac and cheese ruined it for me. She don't like cheese. Oh, I'm lactose. I'm lactose, and I still I have to eat it. Also. Oh, you know what? One of my friends is lactose intolerant. Corey, did you know that lactose actually ages out of cheese naturally, usually at about about two years? Oh, what? So get you some aged cheese, dog. <laughs> right, I'm going to have to start making uh, mac and cheese with some aged cheese. Yeah, get some smoked Gouda. Right. <laughs> I'm just stuck on mac and cheese ever. <laughs> I'm confused. Actually, I'm more confused. Like, who doesn't like cheese? I don't know. Zorin don't. So, does she eat pizza? No, oh. clearly. Oh, Zaya? Zaya, let's see. That's a shame, man. Everything good has cheese in it. Cheesecake, mozzarella sticks, macaroni and cheese, cheese, string cheese, <laughs> cheese, shredded, string. shredded cheese, goat cheese, goody cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Cheddar. Sandwiches. Um, what else got cheese in it? Cheesecake. Uh, that's crazy. What uh, does she like eggs? How she feel about eggs? eggs. If she don't like eggs. She can never listen to this podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so since we I, I feel like we've given her enough to be she she this nigga said she does, but with light cheese, extra sauce cooked well done. I don't want to talk to her no more. I'm sorry. Did she say she wants pizza cooked well done? I don't want to talk to her anymore. I don't even want to talk that, to her anymore. I'm I'm done. What does that but what does that mean though? I'm done. I'm done. I'm confused. I'm confused. God bless the people around her who give her food. <laughs> she can stay in my house. <laughs> right. Yeah, she could not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Her like she was crazy. <laughs> I swear I would look at her like she was crazy. My brother would have looked at her like you uh, like she was crazy. That's insane. Like my brother has force fed people food that um that they said that they don't eat. Like Check the chat. Check, check the chat to her response to me saying we recording right now. Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, she nervous? <laughs> oh. Oh. 
I'm pretty sure she was raised with a big mama and, a, and I know she was raised with a mother, but apparently if you don't like cheese, then I guess any food made with cheese is a no-go for you. I'm still flabbergasted, but I get it if you don't like cheese itself. She yeah. said, like cheese, extra sauce, well done. Who eats well done pizza? First right. of all, what is well done pizza? Like, you just burn the pizza? It's a little flakier than gooey. As you know, some of these motherfuckers barely bake their crust. <laughs> That's crazy, man. I, 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 I need to talk to her about these yams, though. Like, who made her yams? Yeah. Yams, though? Because, <laughs> I mean, I've heard of people not eating yams, but they had the right person's yams. Because I'm going to be honest with you, even some black people don't make yams right. I've never had bad yams, but I usually just eat my mom's yams. Exactly. So, so you haven't experienced bad yams. I've experienced yeah. bad yams before, and I'm not going to say where they came from, but... <laughs> no, but no, yeah. tell the truth, shame the devil. Who cooked them bad-ass yams? <laughs> It was my stepmom. <laughs> Does she listen to this podcast? No. Oh, we no. good then. We good. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, why don't you sleep? We clung her about it anyway. Recipe then. Was I? Why haven't you slid her yams recipe then? Oh, just let her learn on her own. Actually, you know what? My aunt makes really, really good yams. I can send you her recipe. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I no, I have a nice recipe when it comes to yams. Trust me. I'm the one you who makes the yams. It's core, and he don't need your little raggedy at recipe. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? I'm the one. I do all of the cooking. Like, I, my family, they come to me. I'm, I'm put this way. I've graduated, and I'm up there with my aunts now. Hey, so now this is making a little more sense. She's saying that she's a texture person. And oh, she doesn't God. like stuff. So if it, if it, I feel it though, because I'm, I'm really weird about textures too. There's certain foods that I just cannot eat for the life of me. Like I couldn't if I tried. I can't do yogurt. Oh y'all, so y'all, uh, y'all got y'all texture people. Okay, yeah. I dated a girl with texture. Do pudding. Yeah. Um, I don't do anything with chunks in it. Like that's <laughs> weird. Like I don't want to start eating and then I feel something chunky. Like no. I really, although I like blue cheese, I have a slight hard time with blue cheese, especially blue if cheese it's is, cheese. Blue I can't cheese. Fuck. Yeah, blue cheese is the devil in in food form. Okay. Yes. Blue cheese tastes like dirt. Okay, that's disgusting. Okay. Yeah. Slow your I mean, roll. I can, Slow I can understand where she's coming from with that because I'm like that with beans. Like I can't eat beans for the life of me. I've tried so many times. I just can't eat them. What? They're they're too mushy for me. I don't like real mushy foods. Um, I have a hard time with okra. I cannot eat. Um, fried like okra does have the consistency of not. It has to be fried hard. Like I, ugh, the slime gets me every time. I like okra, but I have a hard time eating it. Um, certain pies, I'm just not here for. I'm not here for <laughs> that. Shit'll make me gag. You're um, not here for what? What kind of pie? mushy bananas? <laughs> hmm. Jordan, I'm gonna fight you when I see you. I just there's just something about that laugh that just didn't sit right with me. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't sit right with me, and I don't appreciate it. And you've been trying me all day. First like, of all, that's bullshit. Because you know, people picked up me in high school about my laugh. They said I laughed like a movie villain, and that it was sinister. <laughs> 
Tony for other reasons, but all right. <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> I, I can think of a ton of other reasons why you got picked, <laughs> but I'm gonna leave you alone because <laughs> because we don't have time for that. Because here we are, hour in, and we still have other shit to talk about. So we don't have time to go in. <laughs> That you were probably picked on for high school, other than your little raggedy ass laugh. Niggas knew better because they know I led the roast, so niggas wasn't that stupid. <sighs> Jordan, again, we're gonna bypass this entire conversation <laughs> because you forget I knew you in high school. So don't don't don't. <laughs> not yeah, I was a professional troll in high school. <laughs> you would like to think so. <laughs> now, remember I got that one kid, uh, Detention, because I said the thing about slavery versus the Holocaust, and he was all like, what? He, he lost, lost his shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what the fuck to do. He didn't. And so, yeah, so so I told this kid, I was like, uh, for the listeners, I told, I told this kid, I said, you know, you know slavery everybody talks about the Holocaust like it's the worst thing ever which obviously is really really bad of course but I was like the slave trade was way worse slavery was way worse it was a longer period of time Holocaust was for you know a few years I'm not minimizing it of course obviously but what I'm saying is the significance and the impact of one versus the other is vastly different also the sympathy that the victims and survivors of the Holocaust were afforded versus black people come on that's we don't even need to talk about that and yeah. so he was like what are you kidding me slavery wasn't even that bad they got three meals a day, what? and they got housing. <laughs> oh, he he got it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why white people like to do that shit. It wasn't that bad. You got fed. You got. <laughs> yeah. Right. He got raped. Got stolen. Got denied rights for an additional hundred years. Do we want to go here? Like, nigga. After the Holocaust ended. Motherfuckers got money. <laughs> got a whole fucking country and some money from a government that didn't even do shit. That's neither here nor there. I'm not. We're not going to do this. Not going to do this. Not going to do this. Because I don't have. I don't have time for anybody trying to come up here talking somewhere anti-Semitic and all that shit. But I could go on. <laughs> yeah, because I love Jewish people and I love all people and Jesus is Jewish and I love Jesus. I'm gonna continue to say that. Continue to Jesus. <laughs> Lord's my light, my salvation. Whom shall I fear? You know what I'm saying? I love Jewish people. The Jews killed Jesus. Shut up. I'm just talking about my God and Savior. That's all I'm talking about because I just love Jesus and God. And I'm not even going to talk about nothing involving no other people in their, in their faith and stuff because we know where that can go. Yep. Whatever. You <laughs> <laughs> picked up on major networks or anything because... We got too much shit with us. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, but mark my words. Mark my words. We will get on Apple Music. That's going to happen. Or Apple. Whatever. I just, whatever fuck. I'm cool with Spotify. Thank you, Spotify, for accepting our podcast and fucking with us the long way. What's up, Title? Holla at a nigga. I, lo- I love yeah. Title and I love Spotify. And you know what I love about both of them? They pay people. They yeah. pay people. So, Somebody you know, we broke. If, right. We, we broke, broke is in the title. Be paid. 
we'd love to be paid, and we'd love to recommend products for any advertisers that would love to speak to us or hear us advertise their products. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, for the listeners, y'all may not know, but this podcast was almost named Three Broke Niggas. <laughs> <laughs> but we want to go, but we want to go mainstream, so we decided against it. But Three Broke Niggas absolutely fit because it's three of us, we niggas, and, and we broke. broke. Yeah, and on some days we broke, broke. <laughs> Extra broke, <laughs> and right before we get our checks, we super duper broke. Oh yeah, Jordan got to figure out how you gonna get through lunch this week. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, since we're talking about being broke, yes, I'm a business owner. Yes, I'm broke as fuck. Owning your own business, especially in the beginning phase. Oh yeah, it's not pretty. <laughs> There's nothing glamorous about it. You work long days. A lot of. As of right now, we are six days on, and although we may try to leave work at five, there are some nights where I'm not getting home until like two o'clock in the morning. It's a struggle, especially getting yeah, it off the ground. Yeah, trying to build up that working capital so that you can get away from working as much. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 definitely a struggle, and it's not pretty. Like working for yourself. It's tough, all right. Yeah. It's tough. It's it's tough. There's a lot of long fucking days. While I'm fucking with y'all, I gotta get up at like five o'clock in the morning to be on a job site by six thirty seven o'clock. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if by chance it's a bigger job and then than we anticipated, and we decide to kind of try and knock out as much as we can. We're staying until like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, and then we're getting back up at 5, if not earlier, to knock it out, you know, to get it done so that we can pick up another job by 8 or 9. So, yeah, it's – and for those who don't know what I do, um, I am in the floor covering business, so flooring. Uh, we do carpet, carpet tiles, vinyl, vinyl tiles, um, VCT, all that shit, and it's – it's a job. Plug it's a job, plug yourself, huh? Plug yourself, plug yourself man. Oh yeah, DC is the best promotion. Shit, fuck yeah, DCS installation. We are located in Raleigh primarily, but we do travel. Right now, we're doing work in Greenville, um, and then come August, we'll be trying to gearing back towards uh, the Triangle because I'm tired of driving <laughs> an hour. To and from every day, sheesh, you know. But that's yeah, what, of course, that's that's what we're contracted out right now. So you know, anybody in the RDU area needs some flooring put down for them. And box a nigga. Oh shit, I can't say that after it plugging. Oh. Eh, eh. Well, now, <laughs> shit, I. But uh, <laughs> we're on Instagram, DCS Installation. We're um LLC. We're on Facebook. DCS Installation, LLC. Add us, like us, work us. Yes. We support black businesses. Always. Oh, and also, if you have a hustle, a business in which you need some promotion for, let Try Black and Know. We'll be more than happy to plug your stuff, um, bring you on, let you talk about what you do, how long you've been doing it, all that jazz. 
because uh, again, we support black businesses, minority-owned businesses over here. We want to look out. So let us look out for you. Hit us up. We'll definitely be glad to bring you on. And if you just want to send us a script and have us plug your stuff, we'll do that too. Yeah. Yep. Real quick, can I plug something real quick? Go for it since we plug okay. your shit. All right. So I'm just going to plug uh, a landscaping company. It's called C&C Property Maintenance. So they do landscaping and pesticides. They, make, they have this like really pure uh, fertilizer and grass solution that they use. It grows grass really well. Actually, I got it done on my grass and it looks amazing. I, we have to get it cut super regular now because it grows like that thick and lush and fat quickly. Uh, so check them out. They're on Instagram, CC Property Maintenance. And CC, just like the letters, Charlie Charlie, Property Maintenance on Instagram. Uh, give them a call and, you know, let them take care of your yard because landscaping is a chore and it's summer and it's hot as fuck. And if you got an HOA like I got one, they is on your ass about how I'm going to be on your ass. That's true. I'm glad you brought that up because they do be on your ass. So you can get, get those HOAs to shut up. They don't give you no fines or fees. <laughs> <laughs> we got anything else to plug? Any more um, friends, businesses? Um, anything that, well, I'm I'm in the process. I'm trying to work on my stuff. I'm, I don't know how I'm going to attack it first because eventually I know I do want to do a food truck, but I think that I'm going to start with a catering business first. I haven't came up with a name. That's the hardest part of the entire process is coming up with a catchy name that's going to stick. But um, just look for it to be coming soon. Um, catering business by me. I may, I may go with cooking, um, cooking with Corey. Someone um, told me that name and it's been sticking with me for a long time. It sounds like the name of that cooking show, uh, the spinoff for Desa Raven. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Corey in the house. Corey in the house, yeah. <laughs> It'll probably be something like that, cooking with Corey, Corey Cooks, something like that. Some along those lines. But um, yeah, whenever I get everything up and started, I will be doing anything from a healthy regimen up to soul food, um, barbecue, all of those things. You name it, I can do it. If anybody wants me to cook for them now, <laughs> just inbox me, and we can definitely talk about those things before I get everything up and running. Also, too, um, I do resume reviews as well, too. Because me being in um, a corporate field, of retail. I've done a lot of hiring. I've done a lot of firing. Um, I know what it takes to actually get hired based off a resume. I also know what it takes to get an interview based off a resume. Actually, I've done a lot of resume reviews for a lot of my friends and it actually has gotten them interviews. Um, after I edit your resume, it's all about you. Um, you got to have the personality to pass that interview. Yep. That's true. So yeah, y'all hit me up. Um, Instagram, C Note five seven seven. Facebook, Corey Austin Jr. You'll see cool dude in the cut. Yep, this me. Nigga, shut up. Tomorrow, some cool dude in the cut. <laughs> <laughs> y'all ridiculous. Hey, let right. me plug my business. Are we, are we, <laughs> so are we gonna do the uh, um, unpopular opinion segment where we just like spit off our unpopular opinions? But yeah. Right. <laughs> Every week before we record, probably like, um, so like when the episode drops on Monday, um, we'll be posting another, give us your unpopular opinions. Um, if your shit is unpopular enough, we will be calling you out. 
Um, yep. Just like we did a listener just now, we're going to do you the same way. So be prepared. It's all fun and games. We ain't really judging you, but we are. Um, and then even if you're like, if we feel like your opinion is so unpopular that we might want to bring you on so we can roast you on air, we're going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be scared when you get the invite. All right. Now, nah, we fucks with y'all the long way, and we appreciate y'all. Um, just like we appreciate um, our listener for sharing her unpopular opinion and not being um, afraid when I told her we were recording right now and I'm reading her comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've, I've been harassing her uh, throughout the podcast. <laughs> nothing, all right? <laughs> First of all, if she tries anything, I'm just going to throw some uh, fucking Parmesan cheese on her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just hit a whole pan of mac and cheese right in front of her. Yep. Eat this and you can get by. No, I'm gonna have a, a cheese grinder and be like the, the uh, servers at Olive Garden just going, <laughs> going nonstop. Stupid. All right. So I didn't want to talk about this because I'm pissed off about it, but I am uh, sad to announce that. Kimba Walker is leaving the Hornets. Hmm. That pissed a lot of people off. I just go, fuck. Oh, and it's important to let people know he it's not he just left. He left because they refused to give him the max. Supermax. Just fucking give it to him. Like And then they turn around and pay Terry Rozier? <laughs> like what? I'm going to tell you this right now. I was talking to um, another listener and a homie of mine about this yesterday. She knows how much I love the Hornets, and uh, her boyfriend is a huge Hornets fan, too. Me and him bonded over that. She hates us when we get to talking about Hornets and the Hornets gear, and I'd be giving him the clothes. If they have sales, I'd be like, oh, yo, Hornets store is having a sale right now, 75% off. Go. She'd be like, I'm tired of seeing him in Hornets stuff. Why do you keep bitch shut up? This is between them. So, um... He's upset about upset about this shit. Um, we were talking, and Jordan, I don't know how beneficial it is for him to own that fucking team anymore because it's like he's not willing to make the moves to ensure that the team is successful. We haven't gotten really, really close to like seeing a finals, and maybe never. Oh, yeah. you a fucking. It's been like four years. We went to we went uh, seven games. Oh yeah, we hit yeah, the yeah, we, um, yeah, yeah. We went seven. to yeah. It was a round. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we we almost took the East. You come out some fucking. I'll fucking beat your ass. <laughs> no, you won't, little man. Stop it. Here we go, yo. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's not beneficial at all. Matter of fact, check your check. I'm sick of shit. It's not beneficial at all to have Jordan with this team. Um, the whole point of him owning the team is to attract free agents to come, but it definitely doesn't happen. You ruined that shit. Yeah, because you, you showed you have no loyalty at all. Yeah. You're not willing to do you're not willing to do what it'll take to keep keep your star players, to keep the niggas that are bringing people in and that are helping win games. Now I'm not going to shit on the entire team because the Hornets are a good fucking team. Don't get me wrong. They are they are an amazing team. You know what I'm saying? But it doesn't matter if 
they don't have who they need in place, and if they don't have the proper leadership. I personally think the coach yeah. needs to get the fuck out. He needs to go. Yeah, I think so, too. He needs to go. And that's and, the other thing. Jordan, Jordan doesn't put the right coaches in place. He only wants to go and hire coaches that he hires anybody who ever worked for or played near or with or at North Carolina. That's what exactly. That doesn't cut it because not just because that doesn't. That's not. That's not a, that's not a pure qualification. Right. That's he, his he pretty only much does what, He basically does what Genie Bus does. Just just hires anybody he, he knows. Yeah. That's not gonna work for me. That's not, and it's not gonna work for the team. And if you want your team to be successful, then hey, you gotta fucking do some shit to show that. And he's not right now, and this shit is pissing me the fuck off because that team and the fans deserve so much fucking work. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's a shame. Deserves so much um, because that team, that team is so capable. There's so much talent on that team. There's so many rising stars, but it doesn't matter if they're not being properly groomed to be stars, to win. Also, and, and, here's, and here's, yeah, and here's really why it's stupid, was stupid and just a bad business move. First of all, you're in a small market, so you're rarely going to attract for big name for you anyway. Step number one. Number two, the people, the least you can do as an organization is take care of your own. You didn't even do that. Exactly. You shot yourself in the foot in the as far as public perception in the leagues. Everybody's like, damn, you're not even going to pay Kemba, and he gave y'all nine years of everything he had. Nine. And, and, and free agents not going to go there anyway, so what do you, what did you do that for? Like, where does that get you? And also, they're, they're always a mediocre team. They're never, like, super, super trash, so they don't get lottery picks. Exactly. We're always in the middle of the pack somewhere. Anywhere from... Yeah, we don't get a lot of picks. It's always like pick fifteen. Right. <clears throat> Which sucks. You can't even get yeah. the guys that grew up in fucking North Carolina to want to go for, go to the Hornets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. It's really a shame. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just this shit just it's fucking annoys me. Just fuck. Fuck fuck. fuck. That's all I got. That's yeah. all I got. I'm genuinely pissed off because, like I said, it's not a trash team by far. Like, we fucking killed the beginning of the season. We had a great It was so good, man. I thought, I was like, yo, this team might actually shake some shit up. But again, exactly. when you have a trash coach and an owner that doesn't want to put in place the proper incentives to keep players and to garner the attention of new players, then it is what it is. Yeah, there's no stars on that team right now. They lost their they lost their their. Jordan bought this team just to say he owned an NBA team and he played in the NBA. No, no, and, and just so he can have his logo plastered everywhere. Yep. <laughs> right, because like, they endorse Jordan's endorsing yeah. the, the, yeah. the brand. Like, I've shoot. never really been a strong Jordan Jordan fan because, like, I I know of him. I know what he's done in this entire state. Like, he's from Wilmington. Like, I've talked to p- plenty of people who stay in Wilmington. They said that he doesn't do anything for the team. Well, not the team. But he doesn't do anything for the school. When they had the Hurricanes um, a couple years ago, was it? yeah, last year, he mm-hmm. took shooting instead of donating money. 
Like, tell us what the fuck these shoes finna do for me? Like, half of the city was flooded. And you gonna send nigga shoes? Fuck, I'm gonna do some shit. All they gonna do is get water damage when I gotta wade through the fucking water to get somewhere. Bitch, send some boats. And when he did donate money, it wasn't money out of his pocket. It was money from the Hornets. Yeah. That's bullshit. Listen, it's not like you're not going to see that money again, Jordan. Fucking taxes. Write that shit off. The fuck? Charitable donations. It's crazy because the Panthers owner, any chance that he gets to donate, he donates literally out of his pocket to any and everything. He halfway gives a fuck. But we've seen over the years that Jordan doesn't give not NAFA. You heard that man. Exactly. (laughs) If it ain't about him, he don't care. Yeah, that's true. It's facts. It's really a shame because he. That's that's just like he's so much more like socially, you know. Yeah, and and what's crazy is that he has a huge opportunity with the because I remember um, with the who they moved to New Orleans. You talking about the one? Yeah, yeah. What? We were the Bobcaps? Fucking yeah. what? The Bobcats? Fucking Bobcat. Let me fucking start in on that shit. All right. Kane comes back. This is a perfect opportunity for you to solidify the franchise and put some players on the team and get some asses in the seats. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is the perfect time and opportunity for you to make this team everything that the fucking state deserves. What do you do? You fuck the fucking opportunity up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're fucking. When they brought back the classic jerseys, like, oh, my God, that was the perfect time. You should have been trying to trade for someone. Like, even at the trade deadline, they kept saying, like, um, the Hornets had the opportunity to get Mark Gasol from the um, from from Memphis. I'm like, oh, my, they need to do that. Like, trade someone. But they did not want to make any kind of trades. They don't want to pay. They don't want to make trades. They don't want to shit. Right. They don't want to. Yeah, they don't want to pay. They don't want to make trades. They can't get drafted. <laughs> they can't get free agents. <laughs> it's just stupid. It makes no sense. And whenever they're they try, it's some of the horrible, in, horrible picks. Yeah, they're in NBA purgatory. <laughs> NBA purgatory. Hold on. Let's see who they um who they bought in. They check my Hornets app. Oh, they drafted um PJ Washington. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's what they drafted. That you, was their first pick. I thought you was gonna say PJ Tucker. I was like, he already in the league, bro. <laughs> like they they specifically go out and draft um big men. Like this they only draft power forwards. Right. They stay drafting stretch fours. And you need a fucking point awesome. All right, let's see. Hornets roster. And to think that I was getting ready to invest in some fucking season tickets. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking about it, too. I'm not even going to sit here and lie. But when Kimba left, I was like, no. Nope. I'm so sorry for y'all, man. Y'all deserve better. Shut up. <laughs> I'm being serious. I'm awesome. You deserve better. I feel like you're trying me right now. 
I'm really being serious. I'm actually being genuine. I like it sucks for y'all. Um, hold on. I'm trying to pull this up. My app decided it wasn't gonna open. I'm just really disappointed in the choices that the team is making. Almost like the team the ownership is making. Yeah, hey, Jordan yeah. don't care. Jordan doesn't know how to run a team. He done he made one smart move by hiring Mitch Kupchak, but he doesn't even let Mitch run the team like how he should run the team. Like this man, Mitch Kupchak, is one of the people who are responsible for the Lakers in the late um, 90s, early 2000s. But Jordan won't let him run the team like how he should run the team. I'm still here for getting the fucking coach out of here too. Yeah, no, no, he he has to go. Even though that was his first year, he he it never was a good match anyway. It goes. Um, it's so many other good coaches that um, Jordan could have hired. Jordan could have hired Mark Jackson. We see what Mark Jackson has done with a young team before. Yeah. Before, well, Mark Jackson got blackball by blackball by the league, so he'll never. Oh yeah, definitely. Game. In which that's stupid. And even if he didn't want to do that, you got Stan Van Gundy, Jeff. Yeah. Van Gundy. You have some great people that you can hire. George Carl, a lot of older people who would get the respect of players because they've seen these guys coach before and they know how these guys coach. No, I wouldn't say George Carl because every single player that's ever played for him hates his guts. <laughs> no, I think that's just uh, <laughs> just Boogie and um, James Harden. <laughs> No man, I'm being serious. Like me, like I've seen, I've seen like 20 interviews of players being like, "I hate that dude." I thought Melo and AI liked him. No, Melo hated him. Yo, I did not know that one. Yeah, no, they did not like him. Nobody liked him. Kendrick, uh, not Kendrick. Uh, Kenyon Martin was like, "Yo, that dude sucks." Steven, <laughs> Jack- Steven Jackson was like, "Fuck that dude." <laughs> like they all hate him. All right, so first round, number 12 overall. P.J. Washington, second round, number 36 overall, Cody Martin. Um, and then second round, 52 overall, Jalen McDaniels. And they've already said that all three of them are going to be in the G League this year. Yep. What's the point of drafting them then? If you're going to specifically <laughs> only have them in the G League. Um, let's see. Cody Martin's in the G League. Washington's gonna be in F. McDaniel's in F. Blowing my fucking life. I mean, we can talk about just the irregular free, the other good free agent signings this summer that have happened in the league. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> no, honestly, other other than the fact of Jordan and his mishap with our beloved Hornets, um, NBA offseason has been on fire. Bruh, this is going to be the best NBA season in like 20 years. It is a fire. Yo, you got to talk about the boy. <laughs> that nigga, boy, I'm trying to tell you, that nigga. Uh, the playing guy. Yo. <laughs> that, Yo, that, was the, that was the best finesse move I think I've ever seen in my life. Best. <laughs> My because the Lakers are fucking standby and was like, eh, I think I'm gonna go to the Clippers. But but do you know all like all the details of the shit though? So let me let me break it down. Break it so, down, please. So he was fifty. He was like torn between Raptors, Lakers, obviously, and and um Clippers, right? Um, but so he 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 had early, decided early on that he was gonna go to the Clippers. 
what he did was he told the Lakers, hold off um, until like Sunday, and then I'll let y'all know what we're going to do. So he he did that so the Lakers have enough time would would hold off that they have them so they wouldn't build up a build up you know a strong roster of really really all the good bench guys that got taken up early because they couldn't they those guys didn't wait for to, for Kawhi to make his decision, and then he he uh, told Clippers yeah I'll come but only if y'all get Paul George, so they're like well fuck it we got to get Paul George they call OKC OKC's like well and then Paul George went to OKC sometime last week. And also, Paul George had met with Kawhi last week, um, earlier this week, actually, too. And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm right out, trade me. With the Lakers. Right, right after, yep. And then he was like, uh, trade me. So they had no choice. And that's that's pretty much how the deal went down. And then also, I read that the uh, the Thunder tried to trade Westbrook um, and Paul to George. the Raptors for Siakam. But the, mm-hmm. the Raptors said no. So that's how that that's how it happened. So this nigga finessed everybody. So he made basically made the Lakers, or not made he had them wait so they couldn't get the best role players or, or secondary tier guys available. And then he made the decision and then made sure he said, I'm only gonna come to the Clippers if y'all can get Paul George. So that way he was teamed up with a duo as well. Crazy. No, it, it actually goes deeper than that too, if you think about it. Um, because I saw a post somebody tagged me in and they said he was out here playing 4D chess. Um, throughout the entire season. <laughs> Thanks. If you if you think about everything that he did, him leaving the Spurs that destroyed the dynasty that the Spurs had. Mm-hmm. Um, him leaving the Raptors it destroyed whatever chance the Raptors would have of even going back to the playoffs. Um, yep. In the final, having the Raptors up three to one over the Warriors, it forced the hurt KD to come back. KD hurts his ankle. Well, not well, he tears his Achilles. Um, that hurts the Warriors. Then KD goes to Brooklyn, and KD's not going to be playing next year. That hurts whatever chance Brooklyn would have. Yep. I was just getting ready to say, is KD, KD going to be able to play? No, he's not. No, he's going he's, he's to be out probably all next year. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be I don't see him coming back until 21. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And even then, he's, is he gonna, how, we don't know how he's going to physically be. I think he's going to be at least 85% of himself. He's still going to be better than the field, but yeah. he's not going to be what we have seen in the past. Yeah. I don't see him playing much if he comes back. I don't see him playing much. Um, I think, I think he's going to more – I think that would be like a med staff call where, yeah, you can play, nigga, but you need to sit down a lot more than you're playing. No, that that's definitely going to happen. They're going to ease him back into it. Um, yeah, not next season, but the, yeah, the sure. year after next season, sure. gonna be exactly. back into it. Yeah, so this year, every basketball this year, everybody's going for because they're like, "Well, fuck, the Warriors are dead. Finally, we can all have a shot at really trying to win." Well, that's a lie. Yeah, what? the Warriors definitely aren't dead. I think they're gonna shock a lot of people. They just aren't talking about. I think that they they could make a run to the Western Conference Finals. They could knock off a really good team because oh, if, I don't I, even know that they're gonna make the playoffs this year. Honestly, I don't think they're gonna make. I don't know if they're gonna make the playoffs. No, I think I think that they still will because if they get hot, it's over. Well, you got Durant was just kind of like a he's a fourth guy. Um, as long as that team consists of the three, and the three being Draymond, he's not out here throwing tip potentials on the court. Um, yeah, but Clay's gonna be out all next most of next year. No, they they said Clay may be back by um February. I heard yeah. that too. Yeah, by February. I don't know, bro. That's at the latest. ACL, bro. An ACL is the second worst injury you can get in sports. People acting like it's a sprained ankle or some shit. Hey, nah. But I just, I just feel like 
if but Clay wants to, he'll come back. Like, and and I feel like he's gonna want to. He's gonna he's gonna push himself to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's like. As long as as long as they have the three, they'll be cool. And that's not to say that they don't have other standout players because they do. But they've always gotten to where they need to be thanks to Draymond, Clay, and Curry. Yeah, but see, here's the thing now. Now it's just Draymond and Curry. And we all have seen Curry can't carry a team. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to think about it, too. They they got D'Lo, but D'Lo is only going to be trade bait. I think that they're looking to see what they can actually salvage with this whole D'Lo situation. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. You know who I would like to see come to the Hornets? Which it'll never happen. Yeah. Curry. No. You said Russ? Curry. Curry. No, I said Russ. But yeah, no, yeah, Russ, yeah, Russ is yeah. about to get traded. Russ is about to get traded too. If they were smart, that's who they should pick up. I would like to see yeah. Russ, but I would like to see Curry come back and play for the Horn. That would be that would be historic. That would be no, it definitely would. Even if it's on the tail end of his career, e- either I'll take either Curry. To be honest with you, yeah. <laughs> At this point, no, <laughs> no, Seth is nice. Either one, give me either one. Yeah. Give me. I don't give a fuck. I wanted Dell to coach. Hornets, but that would be like that'd be crazy. Like, how, you know what I'm saying? Like, that'd be crazy. Given that he has two boys, no, I don't want to see that because then Aisha would have to do and say even more wild shit to get attention. Fuck up. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know how she get. Shut up. I ain't even, we're, not, we're not doing that today. <laughs> we're not doing that today. We already got hate for. We already know it's gonna be a problem because of what we said earlier during the unpopular opinion segment. So bringing Aisha into the conversation is going to make it worse. We're not going to do that. But no, you know, I, and I thought also I think the Lakers rebounded really well from not getting quiet. Yeah, they, they, no, they, they definitely did. They got some great signings, some great pickups. Yeah. Agree. I mean, the Lakers had an R8 season, I guess. They'll have another R8 season. I don't see them going. I don't, I don't see. Um, I don't see. What? You heard the fuck I said. I don't see them winning a ring anytime soon. I think this year is is I think they got a real good shot this year. I think it's between them, LA, Jazz, and probably like Philly. You're smoking. Philly or uh, yeah, Philly. You're smoking. And Bucks. You're smoking. What? You're smoking. Bro, you don't think LeBron and AD coming for everybody this, this year? This is this is their shot. This is the Lakers shot. If the Lakers don't do anything this year, they're never going to win another one in a long time. This is their That's what say. fans fail to realize. He cannot continue to carry an entire team. So y'all got to stop with this whole, you don't think LeBron, fuck what LeBron is going to do. What about the rest of the team? He ain't got it. Like, he don't, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. Who does, other who, than who, who's on the Lakers right now? They got Boogie. They got AD. AD. They got uh, they got bringing Rondo and Javale, but they're gonna have a solid, really solid bench. They got Danny Green, a dead eye shooter, which they needed last Did year. Did you say a solid bench, boy? If you know, they well, they need to. Re- they need. I still they need one or two more pieces, obviously. But they, they. I mean, you got trade deadline and shit. You got mid level exceptions. They still got stuff they can do. Mm-hmm. I don't, honestly, what I what I would have loved to have seen was I would have preferred had they waited a little longer after the. The AD, the Kawhi decision, and then they probably could have traded for Russ. I don't think Russ want to go. I mean, I'm not saying he wants to go there now. I'm saying, but just in general, I don't think they're he- saying 
they're saying Russ might go to the Heat and play with Jimmy Butler. That would be interesting. But I was hearing that the Heat actually um they were they were trying to put together a trade package to get um John Wall and Bradley Beal. And Bradley Beal. Yeah, I heard that too. So that would be ridiculous. Either way, go. I think that'd be stupid. I think that'd be stupid because John Wall and Bradley Beal can't play together in DC. What makes you think they're gonna play together in in Miami with Jimmy Butler's toxic ass? <laughs> I would like to see John Wall come to the Hornets too. I think if you grew up, yo, that would be dope. I'd love to see John Wall. Yeah. I need a season with all the with all the Carolina boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm be real. That's what I, that's what I want to see. I want to I want a season with just the Carolina boys. I know, I'm going to be honest. John Wall ain't know how to act when he was in Raleigh anyway. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, I don't come fuck the city up. What's up? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Every weekend. Every weekend, bro. Um, where, did, where did Ball go? Uh, Pelicans. You yeah. went where? The Pelicans. Pelicans. Right. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> Yo, the Pelicans are going to be legit this year, I think. But that's the thing about it. I still don't even see them making the playoffs. Yeah, no, me neither. I think I think they'll I think they'll be a really interesting and fun team to watch. I don't think they'll make noise and shit, but I think they'll yeah. be interesting. And then I'd say in like three first, to five before, years before all of these moves were made, I would have said that they probably would have snuck in and got like a six or a six or a seven seed. But now I don't see it at all. It's too much talent on the West. Yeah. It a little more interesting. I think this is going to be a very competitive season because yeah. it was just a bunch of powerhouse teams. Now everybody's kind of split up. So it's just going to be a very competitive season, um, season and interesting game to watch. It's going to, it's starting to remind me of the old days. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah where it was just the duos. Yep. Yep. It, it was reminding me of the old days. And I'm, I'm actually, actually might watch for real for real this year. Yeah, this shit is about to be lit as fuck. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait either. So y'all gonna hear a lot of a lot more NBA talk um, when the season definitely kicks off. Yeah, when the season kicks off, I'm putting my social life on hold. <laughs> Ain't got one, but whatever life that I could have had when 2K drop. What you talking about? Right. That. Oh my God. Yeah. When 2K drops, I'm telling my family I love them and goodbye. Right. <laughs> I hope that the next 2K they continue to incorporate the WNBA because that shit is love. Yeah. Oh yeah, they yeah, they putting that in. That's right. Yeah, they're putting that in. I forgot about that. That shit is love. Yes. I got a couple of favorites on the WNBA. I'm in love with Ty Young. Say that again. I said I'm in love with Ty Young. She balls like a motherfucker. Oh. I love Elena Deladon. Delvedani, yo, she cold blooded. I love her. Yes, she is. Um but gearing, uh, veering off from NBA and WNBA talk, I just want to say congrats to um, Holly Bailey. Yes. Yes. Who uh, securing that that Disney bag? Live yep. action Little Mermaid will now star Holly Bailey as uh, Ariel. And the, and the mayonnaise uh, folks are mad, man. <laughs> they big mad dog. Mad. What I don't understand is, for one, mermaids aren't real. So <laughs> why y'all that man? Uh, for two, for two, that's two. Three is um, first of all, the fucking lobster, Sebastian. No, was it Sebastian? Yes, Sebastian. He's a crab. Crab. He's a crab. No, he's a lobster. No, he's a crab. 
He's a lobster. Sebastian is a crab. They caught him a crab. He looks like a lobster. I'm googling right now. Sebastian is a crab, yo. He looked like a fucking lobster. How you? He's a crab. Whatever. He's Jamaican. At the end of the day. (laughs) Right, right, right. All right. Flounders are only found in where the Pacific and the southern region of the Atlantic. You still trying to convince me that all these motherfuckers are supposed to be white? Okay, real quick. Uh, Sebastian is an animated anthropomorphic crab in Little Mermaid film series from the Caribbean island of Jamaica. Boom. He looks like a fucking lobster. I don't think y'all know what lobsters are. All right. <laughs> but yeah, Sebastian is Sebastian is definitely black. <laughs> Absolutely, that's that's a given. Um, I'm excited, yo. I want to see too. Um, Lizzo as Ursula because that'll be dope as fuck. Did you see? Who is Lizzo? Because I've seen her like last three days on Twitter nonstop, and I've never heard of her before that. Bomb ass. She what she she sings, she raps, she plays the flute. Okay. Look her up. She has an Instagram video up of her dress as Ursula singing. I was gonna say, I, I, I've seen the picture. I didn't see the video. Oh, see the video. She absolutely deserves that part. I mean, I don't know. There's a couple people I think would be really good in that role. I can see Monique doing it. I can see Queen Latifah doing it. As Ursula? Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I can see, like, I know we're doing black girls, but I can see, like, Meryl Streep doing it and killing it. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that. Um, I've seen a post where everybody agreed that Ursula should be a white woman because they've been stealing black women's voices. <laughs> Adele could play Ursula. She could. She could play Ursula. She could. She got the chops for it. Yeah, but this is definitely going to be live action. Oh, you know who actually really could play Ursula? Kelly Clarkson. She got the bill and she got the black voice. I can see that. See that? I don't know. Uh, she a little chunky. She a little chunky. Yeah, she got the build of shit. Here you go. Here you go. Here. <laughs> <laughs> gonna do it. All right, just, I'm just suggesting names. I'm just throwing names in the hat. But yeah, no, I'm excited. I think it's gonna be really good. I love Halle Bailey. She is ridiculously gorgeous, and she's super talented. Absolutely. I, I'm just. I'm just really excited for her and this opportunity. Um, I'm. I am over the moon for her simply because. Um, this is a big move. This is a big bag. Um, yeah. All the, all the, um, with all the new live actions coming out, um, they've all been a hit. There hasn't been anything that was kind of like we could have did without that. Um, but I'm just really excited to see what's in store for her. Um, and she's young, so this could definitely... Yeah, she's only 19. That's crazy. I thought she was like 22. Nah, she's, yeah, she's young. This could definitely solidify um, her position in her um, career, um, just like, just like um, little Marseille Martin, her career is taken off. Um, little help further solidify. Now, granted, she already was getting that bag and kind of making a name for herself off of Blackish, but now veering off and doing other projects is absolutely um, solidifying and help furthering her career. Uh, just like, um, I think. Um, Gronish is helping Yara Shahidi, and I can't. Yeah, 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 for real. 
I'm just I'm just here for all of the little black girl magic that's going on and watching these kids shine and get opportunities that they may have otherwise not have gotten if yeah. they had not been able to kind of segue off of what they were originally known for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, it's, it's a really great time for black creators right now, especially like Lion King with uh, Gambino and Beyonce and, and all them. I think that that cast is amazing. I can't wait to see how that turns out. Hopefully, it's, they, they don't ruin our childhood. This nigga said they don't ruin our childhood. I don't see them doing that. So I'm really, I'm really excited for the Lion King. Um, there's a new sketch coming out. Um, it's called a Black Woman Sketch Show. I think that's what is it. What it's called. It's going to be on HBO. Um, it's going to be Quinta B. Um, I love Quinta. Um, damn, it's fucking escaping me right now. I've just seen it. HBO is like the home of Black Girl Magic right now. Yeah. Issa Rae is going to be making appearances, and I think she may be either writing or assisting with production. Um, Yeah, my bad. It's called Black Ladies, a Black Ladies Sketch Show. Um, okay. Robin Thede. Uh, she's fucking hilarious. I'm excited to see that. Uh, let's see who all is going to be up there. It's going to be a half, hour, a half hour sketch comedy um, starring an executive produced by Robin Thede. Um, and okay. It's going to be executive produced by um, Issa Rae. Um, I've seen the trailer. Got some big names coming in. Um it's going to be Sorry, I'm reading. <laughs> um Come on, computers. So I should be so right. They don't want to let me be great. <laughs> I don't know that, so... <laughs> I know, like, like, it's like every time I'm trying to do something, no, nothing wants to cooperate. I know. It's irritating. All right. So it didn't want to give me the names of everybody participating. But it looked like it's going to be some good shit. Um, I've seen Loretta Devine, um, um, Laverne Cox, um, Oh, here we go. Thank 
you Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, here we go. Robin Thede, Issa Rae, Ashley Nicole Black, uh, Gabrielle um, Dennis, Quinta Brunson. And then, of course, they're going to have a lot of guest stars. Um, that including Fern Fox, The Divine, um, Angela Bassett. Now, you know that shit going to be real. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, y'all be on the lookout, lookout for that. It's supposed to premiere August 2nd. So if you got HBO, watch it. If you don't, steal somebody's login like we did for when Insecure was out. Now, I want to know, when the fuck is Insecure coming back? I don't know. I actually have never seen the show. Do you know? No, I don't. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. No, no, I've never seen it. You've never seen Insecure? No. But that's your new homework. You need to go watch Insecure. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with is you. Is it on Hulu? It should be. Okay, I'll check. Yeah, I'm behind on like everything. I just started season three of Riverdale. I'm, I still haven't finished season one of Game of Thrones. I gotta watch Stranger Things. <laughs> Two. Then on my sister watching the last episode of see of um, Stranger Things, and I got questions, concerns. <laughs> whole season to figure out <laughs> the way it looks like there may not be another season of Stranger Things. Oh God! Come <laughs> back until 2020 because apparently Issa Rae is too busy with other shit. Um, I'm currently. What are you? What are you binge watching right now? Um, I just haven't really had time to like binge watch or like get into like really binge watch anything. So I've just been rewatching like. Old shows. Okay, so I binge watched um, Black Earth Rising. Um, that's on Netflix. It is about a woman who is a survivor of um, Rwandan genocide. Uh, the mm-hmm. excuse me, the Tutsi um, genocide. Um, she's a survivor. She is adopted by a white woman who eventually becomes a prosecutor for the UN. Um, prosecuting those who committed war crimes and just some shit spirals out of control and it goes way left. Um, that's mm. I am currently been binge watching um, Designated Survivor. Um, it's a pretty good show. Uh, if y'all have any suggestions on things that we should watch, let us know because we'll watch them, we'll review them. Um, I know Corey wanted to review. Spider-Man, but I told him to shut the fuck up because I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I gotta, I gotta make some time to see it this week. <laughs> I might go tomorrow. Fucking review shit, like nigga, shut up. Nobody's watched it yet. Like, give it right. <laughs> I think I'm, a, I'm, I'm a, uh, probably gonna see it after work tomorrow. Told him to shut. I said, shut the fuck up, ho. Hold on, ho. Like, wait. Yeah, and I gotta, um, I gotta, um, I want to go see Avengers again too because they're doing the re-release. So I want to help him get to. I want to help him pass Avatar. <sighs> Anyway, well, <laughs> we appreciate y'all for uh, putting up with it for 10 episodes. Um, look forward to bringing you more content and steady content. Again, we apologize for the hiatus. We just couldn't get our life together, but we look forward to bringing you more content, doing things a little differently. Um, 11 and 12 will be some treats for y'all, hopefully, if things go as planned. Uh, 
and stay tuned for our new segment, Unpopular Opinions. Again, share the if your shit is unpopular, we're going to put that ass on blast. All right? <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, listeners. We're back. We're here to stay. We're not going nowhere. Y'all have a good day, good night, good week, whatever. Okay. And love yourself actively. It's important. Whatever he said. Um, with that being said, try Black it out. Out. <laughs>